Coming up, we're in Cannes in the south of France for the Festival of Creativity. We provide a summary of our talent survey results. And we report on a massive UK media pitch. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 31. So as you can probably tell, we are not with our usual bookcase in the background. Um, we're in Cannes in the south of France. It's the Festival of Creativity, which brings together thousands of people from the advertising and media business from around the world. We'll be reporting on that and lots of our conversations, particularly around media, with a lot of senior ex agency executives and senior marketers and other commentators yeah. uh, from the festival. We're going to provide a preview of our talent survey that we've got the results of. Yeah, and talent's been a, a theme through a lot of the conversations that we've That's been right. having. Uh, and finally, we re will report on the launch of one of the biggest uh, UK media pitches that we've seen for a long time. £160 million up for grabs. It's BT and EE consolidated media planning and buying pitch. That's right. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So first up today, let's talk about Cannes. We are here on the south of France. Um, we're sat at the moment in the cabana of the International Advertising Association. Um, and we're attending a panel uh, tomorrow to talk about uh, talent. talent in yep. the industry, which I think is really important. Um, now the great thing about Cannes is it brings together thousands of people from around the world from not just media but creative and design and yeah. PR and many diff different disciplines to recognise and celebrate good work. It's the, it's the most kind of preeminent award yeah. that everybody's looking for. Um, but beyond that, I mean, and, that, and that's all happening in, the, in the, what they call the Palais, which is the big festival event space up here, which is the awards. But that's really only one component, right, of Cannes. It's all the conversations and That's the meetings right. and the opportunities that happen around that to talk about some of the bigger issues. Yeah. Um, and so we've had a number of discussions yeah, um, this week and many more to come to talk yeah. about some of the key media issues that, that are challenging the industry. And my, I mean, we've been here a few days now and we've, we've spent a lot of time talking to, to marketeers. Nice tan, by the way. Thank you very much. This yeah. is red. Um, yeah. uh, marketeers, you know, agency leaders. Yeah. And the thing that has struck me most is just the sense of optimism. Yeah. Um, you know, given the, perhaps the cloud, the, 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 the news that has happened over the last couple of weeks, we felt that perhaps there would be a sense of, of, of um, concern yeah. within, within the within the industry yeah. but it's, it's the sense of optimism it's the sense of belief um, yeah. uh, it couldn't have perhaps happened the festival couldn't have happened at a better time uh, I think probably the industry needed a little bit of Sun uh, a change of environment yeah. just to just to alter the conversation and the context by which you know they begin to work so yeah. I think I mean that's the thing that's that I've taken from the last couple of days it's just the sense of optimism yeah and Cannes really good for that wasn't it because everyone kind of leaves their baggage behind you know, the sunroof comes down, yeah. the opportunity uh, to have, you know, meaningful conversation that perhaps you wouldn't have face-to-face -face with, with people, um, you know, when you're office-bound. Yeah. Uh, and it allows people to have different types of conversations around some of these issues. And as you said, the, t the timing is just perfect. Given the, you know, the dark clouds that perhaps yeah. were, were gathering in the last few weeks and the overhang that we, we talked That's about right. on last week's episode, um, you know, that's that can be pulled back certainly for the... You know, for the period of this week, yeah. 
to have better quality conversations. Yeah. But the so issues haven't been avoided. I mean, I think that they've they've been confronted. We were yeah. we were watching a, a panel discussion with some very serious, uh, very senior CMOs uh, this this morning, and and the, the question of the ANA report was 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 addressed directly. Yeah. And and all three CMOs answered it honestly. It was in a very positive manner. It was clinical in 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 the way that they described it. But there was just a sense of kind of moving forward of, yeah. of productiveness. I think. In, in the way that they, they they talked about it, so so it hasn't been ignored, but I think it's been addressed in the right kind of way. Yeah, I agree. And what else have you picked up from kind of conversations that that we've had? As I mentioned, kind of right up front, you know, talent. You know, we're coming here really thinking about transparency. Obviously, is kind mm. of in the mind, but talent really is the is a another big challenge that we've referenced before. That's that's you know uh, facing the yeah. the industry, particularly when we look at media. So I mean, in those in those conversations, how important is this being kind of raised as an issue? Absolutely critical. But it's not just talent on the agency side and the expectations of marketeers for talents and capabilities to be increased and improved on the agency side. It's also an understanding that. That, that marketing departments need to you know, increase and improve their capabilities yeah. and talent moving forward in order to exploit the opportunities that they have over the next two, three, four, five years. Yeah, and there seems to be a commitment from the brands that we've spoken to when we've talked about, and these two things become interrelated, don't right. the idea of transparency as we've been talking about it um, is in relation to lack of governance often on the client side and the lack of specialist media skills and capabilities internally within brands yeah. um, and that's obviously a, that's a talent issue yeah, not right. just the right people but they've got the right capabilities and the skills yeah. to manage media to manage their agencies uh, better and so that's been a factor in a few of the brands that we spoke to today yeah. and yesterday of them taking some control not all control of yeah. media but taking some control and that requires them to be very specific about the way they're going to structure their business the yeah. kind of people that they want in, entirely and that everybody I think without exception is is saying you know for the next two three years future proof get yeah. ready and all these kind of kind of good language but they um, you know both agency and advertiser I think understand that they have to work together yep. to address the, 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 the talent requirements and capabilities moving forward so yep. I think there is a sense of collaboration in that uh, in that as well yeah and can is just the perfect place to be able to do that that's right well the sun shining Okay, so that's interesting from a, from a marketer's perspective. Anything yeah. else that you kind of get excited about? Any other conversations? Yeah, I'm particularly looking forward to meeting and speaking to Brian Weezer. Mm. He's uh, a yeah. head uh, media analyst at Pivotal yeah. uh, and uh, a very well-known and well-regarded spokesman when it comes to media to the investment yeah. community. He's regarded so. as the, the voice of Wall Street when it comes to the media that's right. uh, sector. So we've got a chat with him and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what he's got to say in terms of what's influencing share price within, uh, within the media industry yeah so second up uh, we're going to preview the findings from our talent survey yeah um, we interviewed 130 marketeers mark procurement specialists and agency people yeah and we've just kind of found the results of that anything particularly interesting that uh, that we found yeah there is and just to rem remind you this is the second in a series of seven research projects that we're conducting um, to look at the, the main drivers of media performance. We started two or three months ago looking at media transparency yeah. and we produced a report on that, uh, which has then obviously led a lot of discussions around transparency. It was referred to in the K2 report, as, as you know. This, and we're moving into the second phase of that. So we're looking at talent. Um, so a few weeks ago we issued a, we issued a survey to get 
uh, input from marketing, media and yeah. procurement leaders with oversight of media. And we also sought input from agency leaders from around the world. It was about uh, two-thirds Europe in terms of respondents and about a third rest of the world, the majority of which is, is US. The, the, and we asked five very simple questions. The first question was an overwhelming response to the idea, the hypothesis, that need talent in media uh, and motivating and uh, retaining and identifying the right talent gives competitive advantage to brands, yeah, which is good. perhaps uh, uh, you know, self-explanatory, as you might expect, yeah. but it kind of validates the importance of talent and probably why it's dominating yeah. a lot of the conversations yeah. here. We found that uh, the majority of advertisers found that their current internal capabilities and resource yeah. was capable of managing their current needs, yep. which is a good thing. Although the agency community disagreed completely with that. Yeah, they did. Right, so 70% so of the agency respondents believed that on the, on the advertiser side, their current capabilities weren't able to deliver against their requirements. Yeah, so you've got a slight disconnect there. Clients believing that they're actually investing in the right talent, as we already just talked about, you know, they're taking a bit of control, a bit more interest in governing media with better capabilities and talent internally. You know, but I think, there might be a lag in perception maybe that you've got there because brands are taking action and staffing up for media but the agencies on the front line perhaps are still seeing and yeah. being able to identify the gaps in capability. There's a long way to go. Yeah. You know, we'd hope that when we return to this survey, we'll do it every two years, um, that we'll find a kind of rebalance. You'd hope that there'll be more confidence from the, yeah. the agency side that advertisers uh, do have better capabilities yeah. to manage media at that point. But where both advertiser and agency community agreed was that uh, both communities were going to have to invest heavily in talent yeah. to deliver against their requirements in the next two, three years. Yeah, right. and, and we asked, I mean, we asked all respondents to identify what they thought their, the key well, the, the biggest challenge was within media talent uh, and the top answer for both the advertiser and the agency was actually the quality of media talent right. in the agency um, so I mean again that suggests perhaps you know changing marketer needs changing scope of a media agency that there may be some gaps in media agencies that they need to yeah. need to fulfil because they were both aligned on Absolutely. that being the biggest biggest issue. And these are key issues that, that the communities need to address now. Yeah. In order for that to be resolved in the next couple of years. Yeah. And then finally, the the, the fifth question, where we looked at, uh, we asked both sets of respondents, both the advertiser and the agency, uh, against a whole bunch of. I'm blowing away here. Against a whole bunch of. Um, Dis different disciplines, so e-commerce, planning, social, mobile, um, where they thought additional capabilities needed to be built, whether on the advertiser side, whether on the agency side, or whether these would be shared discipline. Um, and there's some quite significant yeah. disparity between where the advertiser feels that they need to build capability uh, and perhaps take about a bit of more control. Yeah. And those, those were those kind of areas, like e-commerce and social and data, and data yeah. particularly, you might expect advertisers need, saying they need to build capabilities there. Whereas if you ask the agency side, they tended to suggest that those capabilities needed to be shared. Yeah. Um, again, I think that just highlights the, the momentum within advertiser organizations to just build just to build capabilities where they don't have them in yeah. order to collaborate better yeah. with their agencies. I think the spirit in agencies, which mm. is these should be shared disciplines, is probably right. Yeah. 
and it's highlighting the advertisers saying that in the future they need to probably plug some of these gaps. And reassuringly, I think from the uh, from the agency side, uh, almost all of the respondents from the advertiser side said that they were going to still require media planning expertise on the agency yeah. side moving forward. And they had no plans to build that capability in-house, which is yeah. good to hear. So I'm joined here with uh, Toby Jenner, Chief Operating Officer of Medicom globally. Hi, Tom. Hello. How's your can so far? Uh, five hours old. Yeah. So come back in five days. And okay. I'll good. be looking a lot more you haggard. Look, you look pretty fresh. <laughs> yeah. I look okay yeah, now. Good. So we, we're talking about talent. Um, one of the big things that we're talking about on Media Snack today uh, is media agency talent, specifically on the back of the research that we've done. Mm -hmm. um, so first question for you. I mean, from your perspective, you have a global perspective of a of a very large media operation. How important is talent in your kind of day to day? The primary role of any leader in any business that we have around the world should be getting the very best talent we can. At Mediacom, we've got a simple belief, which is people first, better results. We've mm. had that for probably 16 years now, yeah. uh, and that doesn't change. You know, the best people will deliver uh, the best performance for our clients. Yeah, simple. And is there really a, a talent issue in media? Because people talk about that a lot. There's a lots that lots of talent is leaving the media agency industry and going to work at technology companies and things like that. Is that something that you you're experiencing? Well, I wouldn't say that's leaving the industry. I think that's part yeah part and parcel of the industry. I think it varies by market. I think there's. There's, as the business expands, which it undoubtedly has over the last four or five years, I think there's huge numbers of opportunities for the most talented individuals out there, and some of that will be in tech businesses which work to extraordinarily high margins, yeah. and, and they can enjoy uh, competitive salaries. Yeah. Uh, and then you come down to you know, other individual markets where you might find a churn rate because it's hard to get the talent in or developed up. So, yeah. you know, there are differing circumstances as to why I don't think it's any less appealing. And if anything, I think it's more appealing than ever before. You think about the situation of finance over the last two or three years and the hit that's taken. I think our industry is right at the forefront now. Yeah. Just, just across multiple assets. And it is, it is that, cause I've always found, found that kind of puzzling. It's, that it's one of the most exciting industries in the world, right? Um, and yet we seem to be convinced that we're challenged in attracting the best caliber people into the industry. What's, what's your approach to the pipeline of bringing you know, really smart young yeah. people into a company like Mediacom? Well, I think it's about developing very smart people. You know, I think uh, the, the thing I always look for is energy. In an individual, I think you can teach, you can develop, you can nurture yeah. talent, but you need the right personality, the right energy within a person. And if you have that, I think you know, anyone can go anywhere within our industry and, and be uh, hugely successful. Yeah. So it sounds like you're, you're confident about uh, media agency talent. When you think about on the advertiser side, when the research that we did highlighted that there were some concerns amongst the agency community that perhaps advertisers didn't have good depth of media talent right. on the client side. Is that What's your point of view on that? Is that something that you feel? Yeah, well, I, just about, I mean, I think agencies as an industry, we can always be better and as our business diversifies, I think mm. we can always diversify quicker and bring in and nurture talent more quickly. Yep. Uh, but I think what we have is the ability to scale. And I think maybe that's where clients sometimes struggle. You know, we've got in Mediacom, 
7,000 people in Group M, uh, 28,000 people. So yep. we've got the scalability of talent within our organisation. You know, small teams that can build out very quickly. I think maybe that's where clients sometimes struggle because ultimately it's not their first and foremost the business that they're in. Yeah. Uh, which is why you know we, we're there to support and help. Yeah. And presumably you you welcome advertisers investing in better quality media talent on their side. Like if they have more, if you have more marketers yep. who can talk media and yep. then presumably that translates yeah, to working absolutely. in more productive ways with absolutely. agencies. The more they understand the challenges, the opportunities, uh, the better the relationship's going to be and the better the outcomes for our clients are going to be. I think, you know, it's not binary, we don't have all the answers, yep. uh, neither do, do clients. I think it's a combination of how we collaborate to ensure that you know, we deliver the outcomes that are required to grow their business. Yep. Ultimately, that's you know, what we're in. We were speaking earlier about you know, media is probably the second or third biggest lever yep. in growing a business for any client, yep. and working together is the way that you ensure that will happen. Good. Thank you for that. Pleasure. Enjoy. Thanks, okay, Angie. Okay, so last up today, uh, in the UK, massive media pitch announced, yeah. in the trade press at least. Um, BT, which is the UK's largest communications company, increasingly involved in content as yeah. well, uh, TV content, uh, have launched a £160 million, which is about what, $400 million media pitch, which is a consolidation right, based right. on an acquisition that so, they made. So BT acquired EE, which is a, a telecoms provider, yep. uh, combined billings 160 million. Yep. BT current incumbent is Maxis, yep. EE's current incumbent is MEC, yep. so they are within the same holding group, Group M. Yep. Uh, 160 million must make BT the second largest advertiser in the I UK, think so, yeah, behind just, perhaps, Sky. just behind Sky, yeah. which is looked after by Medicom. Yeah. So Group M have got a pretty impressive stranglehold on the on the telecoms market. Yeah, right? also, and when you factor in that, I think MEC won the Vodafone business, which is another big uh, mobile operator. I think they won that last year. Um, so there's a lot of lot of the UK's communications businesses all consolidated within Group M. Yeah. Um, so we understand that. BT or the combined BTEE entity, 160 million pound consolidation pitch, uh, is being offered to the large holding companies. Yeah. Um, I think I think it will be an interesting test because a decision from from BT uh, is, do we want to be in the same holding company as all of that's these right. actual competitors? I mean, we'll see whether that's a factor in their decision yeah, making. I think absolutely. that will be very interesting. But it is going to be really hotly contended, I think, this one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll um, we'll keep you posted and we'll wait and see how that one pans out. Yeah. Okay, that's all from this week in uh, very sunny Cannes. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.